Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss today's gaming news. I'm your host, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined today by my dear friend and GBG co-founder, Derek Bittner, as well as two very special guests, Sabrina of Bound by Games and Brandon of Breakroom Arcade. Welcome, everybody, to our second show of 2021. How y'all doing? I'm feeling good. Good, been, good. It's been a good day. Feeling good. So you may notice, uh, for, for those in the audience, you may notice that our, our other co-founder, Steve, is not here today. He is celebrating his wife's birthday, which we, after after hours, hours of internal deliberation, we begrudgingly decided that was slightly more important. Just a bit. No, of course. Only slightly. Only slightly. No, no, no. At GBG, family comes first and uh, and personal men's well-being <laughs> always comes first. So we were just, we were happy to have uh, Steve go off and celebrate his wife's birthday while we hold down the fort so yeah so happy birthday to her and uh oscar in our uh chat here uh had a birthday as well so we're wishing him happy birthday or yes happy birthday uh, in the pre-show so happy birthday (laughs) just wishing that again uh flaming highway highwayman what am i drinking i had uh it's a smoothie (laughs) i haven't had a smoothie (laughs) in a while and uh has this wonderful um it's cranberry truffle from Tropical uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, and it's like one of the last days, and I completely missed it because of, well, the pandemic. I haven't really gone to Tropical Smoothie, <laughs> oh, and apparently it was about to go out, and we just happened to see it. I'm like, oh, God, that's so good. I want it. So we, we had that today. Now, I, so. I promise it's because I'm not an alcoholic, but I have been binging season three of Cobra Kai. So as soon as I heard you were drinking, yes. I was like, oh, Coors Banquet. He, he's got to be drinking a Coors Banquet. Of course you're not, but... But that, that's the first thing I when when I heard drink, oh, I just heard Coors Banquet because you know Cobra Kai. <laughs> I still not so, watched Cobra Kai. Dude, oh, you were missing you had, out. It's you so already good. had to watch it, but now you really have to watch it because it has your son's I, namesake in it. That is true. <laughs> I also heard season three is really good. It's super good. It is so good, man. I'm just about halfway through. Please, people in the chat, no spoilers. No spoilers. If you, yeah. if you start posting spoilers, I'm gonna have to pull a Johnny Lawrence and say what. Because I, I haven't, I don't want to get spoiled on anything. But Derek, please watch this show. I feel like it's a show Amy would really enjoy too, because she loves the original Karate Kid. At least you've seen the original Karate Kid, and I have not. I know of all the oh, know, it's famous bits, but I've never actually seen it. So it feels oh, like wow. one of those uh, things. Like watch the first movie, probably can easily disregard the sequels. I'm guessing. Actually, no. So no. season three actually incorporates <laughs> really? Karate Kid Part Two in meaningful ways. So it is worth watching. Wow. The first two movies. And yeah. even subtle elements of three make their way in there. Um, oh they, yeah, yeah. Uh, they start in season two, but like you don't necessarily need to watch the third movie, but definitely the first two. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. And, and they're just classics anyway. You, like, you should just watch them anyway. They're great. Oh, yeah. yeah. The original Karate Kid is one of my all-time favorites. That is a timeless classic in my household. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. The only warning I would advise against uh, or for Amy is that the, it is it gets pretty violent. And I know that Amy gets a little squeamish with violence. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, they're obviously, it's a karate show. And there are a lot of high school kids fighting and basically beating the living shit out of each other. So there is quite a bit of violence, but it never gets too, too over the top. That's good. I mean, yeah. uh, it's actually kind of impressive because it started on like, wasn't a YouTube original. And then that whole thing got canned from YouTube. The first two seasons are. Yeah. Went yeah. to Netflix because yeah. it was just that good. Like, my God, because I remember seeing ads for it. It was crazy. It is a great show. Sabrina, right. do you watch uh, Cobra Kai at all? I have not. No. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Well, I can say uh, this. I, I, my wife and I are also <laughs> in the midst of a, of watching a show that has your namesake, Sabrina, which of course is, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, season four just started. On... I love, I love you... that show. Yes, okay, <laughs> I've also nice. not watched that, but my sister loves it. So okay. So Sabrina, have you watched any of season four yet of Sabrina? I've I've watched the first episode, which took a lot longer than I thought it did. Really? <laughs> I was, okay. Like I was like, wait, this is still the first episode. <laughs> they 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 They're tend to drag long. on in a good way. They're like they they yeah. feel long, but in a, in a way that you still don't want them to end. I, I don't I'm not excited to finish it because I'm like because they were there was supposed to be a part five and it was supposed to cross over with Riverdale and I'm like oh, I, I didn't realize that like they're making it into a comic now but Netflix pulled the plug on everything I'm like why I just oh, want the Riverdale crossover canceled I'm so bummed it sucks <laughs> I I'm unironically so because, love Riverdale yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> nice. I thought the show was I doing that really well, insane. so I was surprised that, I they, so. that they pulled yes, the plug on it. Yeah. I heard. I have heard um, from somebody that this is the best season since season one. So. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, that's, awesome. that's saying a lot. Season three went to some surprising places. I, I ultimately enjoyed it, but season three got dark toward the end. Yeah. It's it's so funny to me that my sister got into it. I mean, because she's not a huge horror fan, but she loved the original Sabrina the Teen, Teenage Witch with nice uh, Melissa Jumart, <laughs> and she watched this and she got into it. Like she uh, she dug it's it. It's different because like, my <laughs> wife originally got me into it. She's like, "Do you want to watch this? It's like a, it's like a reboot of, of Chilling or uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch." And I'm like, "That doesn't sound like anything I thought I'd ever enjoy. I guess we'll try it." And then after one episode, I'm hooked i'm like well, this is awesome. <laughs> there's a surprising amount of that like in the actual archie comics lineage like there's a version of riverdale where they're like fighting against the zombie apocalypse just crazy stuff like that there, there's a there's a uh archie comic where they cross over with the punisher <laughs> oh jeez. It, Archie is weird. Yeah, Archie does some fun. Yeah, some. Odd there there stuff. actually is a comic version of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that came out before the show. I think that's yeah. where they pulled a lot of their stuff from. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, which is interesting in that. Um. <laughs> we, we clearly have another Sabrina fan in the audience, and Eduardo Tena, who says, "Praise Satan," and that's obviously something that's pretty big throughout. Uh, Praise Satan. Yeah. Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. Hail Satan. Um. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, between God, between Cobra Kai and, and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I mean, and what the Queen's I mean, Gambit and a gazillion the other shows, there's so much. Oh yeah, watch. and I've said this before, but it actually has happened now with uh, One Piece chapter a thousand coming out. I was like, damn it, I need to. Uh, it's time to start watching and <laughs> you know, and getting back into it, and also attempting to get Amy into it. But there's so many good shows to watch right now. It sucks, but. Uh, Sabrina, I know you're in, super into anime as well. And we talk anime on this show a lot. So, what are you, any, you watching anything right now, or um, right now I'm I'm waiting for Promise Neverland season two because that comes out oh, in two days. Oh, nice! I have not watched the Promise Neverland, but I got a comic. Uh, it was part of Free Comic Day last year that had the opening chapter. Uh, of it from the manga and i'm like this is gonna get dark isn't it <laughs> like, you can just no, mm-hmm. no it's a cute <clears throat> show about orphans you'll love it <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like um oh, what's that one i heard I, i've not watched it myself but apparently there's a magical girl show where it seems cutesy and fun and apparently it goes to some really dark oh, places Monica magica yes Monica magica that's it yeah yeah by the I've wonderful studio really Yeah. I'm actually uh, re-watching it, part of an anime right now. So my, my wife and I are big Studio Trigger fans. We love Kill a Kill. And oh, back so in the day, we tried to watch Gurren Lagann and really liked it. But then a thing happens that I can't speak of. Because oh, it's that a thing. Spoiler. A thing. That thing yeah. happens. And it hurt. It hurts so much personally, <clears throat> but especially my oh, wife. Yeah. She's just <clears throat> like, the thing that happened makes me so upset. I don't want to watch it anymore. And so we actually just kind of dropped it, not really meaning to, but we just kind of did. So now we're properly going back and watching the whole thing because everybody has told me, Ash, this anime is made for you. Just push through. We know it hurts. Yes, that thing really sucks. Yeah. Ash, have you, seen, really, uh, have you seen Promare? It's no, the, I've heard I need to see that. It's the most recent movie by Studio Trigger, and uh, it's basically a love letter to Guren Lagan and their previous works. Okay. It's, Absolutely phenomenal. Love. Definitely watch it. I know that the two characters in that show are basically gay icons. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, oh, da- Dayumi, who's done a lot of our artwork, she actually has on her own, on her Twitter. She's posted artwork of the of uh, the two like the two characters together, which is really good. It's really, of course, all of her work is done really well done. But I, I want to see it. I missed it in theaters, but it is a treat for the eyes. Let me tell you, it is mm. some yes. of the best oh, yeah. animation I've ever seen. Wow, that's that's saying a lot. I mean, as I know we've all seen quite a bit of gorgeous anime, so that's really, really saying a lot. Yeah, I, I will say, Ash, the final episode of Gurren Lagann is so freaking insane. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. With I the mean, that stuff makes me they think do, of, like really, like it's one of those things. If you look at the first episode and then look at the last episode, it's like, and you did had no context for what came in between. It's like, how the frick did we get here? Like, uh-huh. this makes no sense. 
Nice. Well, that that sounds like Kill a Kill as well. I mean, Kill a Kill's finale was just unbelievable. I love that show to death. So I think this is beyond Kill a Kill, honestly. If really? Wow, because Kill a Kill was like anime the anime. Like I, I couldn't think of a more anime or <laughs> anime than Kill a Kill. <laughs> uh, I'm still just waiting for My Hero season five. Yeah, season five. Oh, Sometime please. in the spring. Nice. nice. By the way, before we get into the news, I have an exciting uh, announcement for you guys. Ooh. I went and grabbed this out of the other room. I haven't had a chance to open it yet, but look what arrived. Oh, oh you jerk. Yes. Congrats. I'm so excited. What was <laughs> I'm the game so store? excited. What, what, did you get any games or are you just sticking with uh, Astrobot? <laughs> uh, just Astrobot for now. My buddy is going to let me link to his PS5 so I can play his copy of Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales. Nice. nice. So, uh, but I've, I mean, I'm already working on other games at the moment, so I'm in no huge rush. But I, you know, I got the PS5, you got HDMI 2.1, faster loading times on PS4 games. So, uh, yeah. you know, just figured it was a good time to do it. And then I'll play Spider Man when I get around to it. But uh, I've, you know, I got the 4K TV. So now I figured let's just get the PS5 at ASAP. And it's all due to my wife. All due to my wife. She uh, actually, while I was recording with Kat for Acts of the Blood God, she texted me and she's like, oh my God, good news. I'm like, what? And she's like, I got you a PS5. So, all thanks nice. to her. Uh, she was the one who was on PlayStation Direct waiting in the line. So I'm eternally grateful to her. I was very fortunate to have a lot of um, get a lot of money from my family this year. So I put nice. a little bit away into a PS5 fund. So I, I, I have the money for the PS5 now uh, stashed away. Now I'm just waiting for an opportunity to get one. <laughs> but I, I haven't actively been looking. It's just like, oh, hey, it's available. Let me get it type thing. Okay. I have to agree with the chat, Ash. You definitely should get bug snacks before it's gone. So oh. I, I keep hearing that. And like initially when I saw the trailer during the, the state of play, this it didn't interest me at all. But apparently it's got like this really shockingly deep, dark story. The to writing it. to the, of the characters is actually astoundingly good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I've like, heard... uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. You go. Please. Um, it's free and like today's the last day it's free for PS plus. So I Ooh. would, I would hook that up today. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I got to do that. Yeah. Normally at nights get on with a couple of my best friends and play fall guys for a couple hours. And I was hoping to do that or do my PS five after that. But if this is the last day I can get bug snacks for free, I'm have to be able to show up a little late. Dang. I, I wasn't interested in it. So I actually looked at it like somebody was offering up a spoiler and I was like, Oh, well, I have no interest in this game whatsoever. So I look at it and it's like, Oh, <laughs> it's like, that's bold. <laughs> so that's interesting. It, it that goes was, some yeah. places, but it, mm-hmm. uh, the, the I've heard. Yeah. Really shine. Well, you know, that mm-hmm. reminds me of another game I tried over the weekend with the characters really shine. And Derek knows where I'm going with this, but uh, I uh, tried Hades over the weekend. Oh, and perfect. I absolutely understand why it has taken off the way it, it has. It's not yes. making me a roguelike fan. Um, I can I can kind of feel myself getting a little tired of the loop already because I'm just not a roguelike guy. But I really want to see it through, even on God mode, just because the characters and the world and, and the writing and the, especially the voice acting, you guys, mm-hmm. the voice acting is amazing. It's in this so game. good. <laughs> it's so good. And I love that Zagreus, rem- I, I looked it up. It's not the same guy, but Zagreus reminds me so much of Alucard from the Castlevania anime. He sounds so oh, yeah. similar and it I does. love it. I want to say that the person who plays Zagreus is actually the audio engineer of the game. I think it is. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. He's just God. really good at acting. And they were like, yeah, yeah. you should do it. Yeah, no. uh, go for it. That whole cats is just fantastic. What a what a cool little game. It's really Have neat. you have you played it, Sabrina? Um, I have not. I've been looking at it, but I have not played it yet. <laughs> I think you should because I know you and Elliot would probably really get into it. Probably. I, I have a feeling you get really into it. It is it is that addicting. I am Definitely addicted. I've been streaming it every Sunday, and I am now up to three victories. I've got two in a row. Oh, uh, the wow, last stream, nice. Uh, very nice. I uh, <clears throat> had a extremely clutch moment with my sword victory because I had three HP left when I finally beat Hades, <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I just nice. barely survived. So you did beat it, though. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So nice. Um, no spoilers on what what happens, but they give you a reason to having to keep escaping oh okay um, cool to keep going on um and then uh so basically in order to fully see the story you have to escape hades 10 times 
So I have seven more to go. That's one of okay, like, so the best. God mode's probably going to be it for me. It, That's yeah, one of the best I mean, things about we... Hades. Because like, yeah. uh, the narrative is so tightly wrapped around the idea of a roguelike mm-hmm. uh, that it encourages you to keep playing, which uh, no other roguelike has before for me. They introduce new things when you beat it the first time. Like a yeah, character okay. you haven't you have never met before starts showing up. Oh and man, I'm never going to finish this game 10 times. Maybe once, maybe maybe once. <laughs> you you trust me, you get that one time you'll see that and like, "Well, I got to know I got to know uh, more now." So annoying. <laughs> it's like it, it's you got to see which uh um, which weapon did you end up beating the game with? Like what what ended up being your favorite? First time I beat it, I'm trying to beat it with every weapon cuz as you do different things and beat with different weapons, you get bonuses that help you just in the long run, so I'm trying uh. to earn that stuff. So I've beaten it with the spear, the sword and the bow. Okay, uh, so I'm working on the other three. Um, I think the sword, and, the spear, and the shield are my, or the sword and the shield are my favorite so far. Yeah, I think. yeah. And I, I had an amazing Zeus build with my sword, where I was just basically just using my special and causing like this massive uh, sphere of death, <laughs> constantly causing nice. lightning to strike on everything, doubled up, uh, causing status effects. Just re- felt ridiculously overpowered. But I was also very squishy, which made which is what made the uh, <laughs> fight against Hades a little a little oh, tricky. Okay. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But I'm I'm excited to see more. And again, no repeating di- no no repeat dialogue yet. I have not encountered a single bit of repeat dialogue in this entire game. Uh, I know playing so, it. For... I haven't either so far, which is really really uh, impressive. Plus, I also love how the narrator well, narrator narrates uh, uh, Zagreus's interactions with Cerberus. And then it like narrates yeah. Cerberus's thoughts. It's so good. You got a pet Cerberus. Sometimes yeah, Zagreus it. will just like talk back to the narrator. Yeah, mm. no, I love that. Yeah, I keep saying Zagreus. It's Zagreus. I keep uh, Zagreus. Yeah. Um, um, well, and and there's no way. I play more you play. There's no way Zagreus is not bisexual. <laughs> he is totally bi. I kind of assumed he was. Yeah, it, it, it seemed to, uh, that seemed to be the case, and I just love his whole demeanor he's like just mm. disattached enough to be cool but also not so disattached that he's an asshole like he's very affable yeah and mm. like i totally have a beer with him oh absolutely definitely yeah yeah well uh with that said i'm sure we could go on about hades and very and anime and everything else for a while but we got seven we topics to and we're already talked for 17 minutes holy I know. crap i love it <laughs> it's the sign of a good show though so yeah moving on to the news um we have a, a pretty cool tweet from Twitter user at Actual Arrow uh, talking about the basically this user lined up in a single image a bunch of anniversaries in gaming that are happening this year in 2021. And there are way more than I realized. Just kind of handpicking a few here. You've got uh, Pokemon 25 years, Zelda 35 years, of course, Metroid 35 years, which we know is nothing's going to happen for that already. Um, Sonic for 30 years, Donkey Kong 40 years, um, Kingdom Hearts 2 15 years, Street Fighter 2 30 years. There, I mean, and I'm only handpicking a few, there are a bunch here. Mm. Um, but they did leave out the most important one, and that's obviously Mega Man Battle Network 20 years. They did leave that out. <laughs> that's obviously the most it. important one here. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, there's your mega mention, but yeah, so um, Resident Evil 25 years. Uh, uh, Dragon Quest 25 years, Persona right. 25 years. I didn't realize Persona was as old as Dragon Quest. Wow. God, I didn't either, actually. Yeah. Wow. I'm as old as Persona and Dragon Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that doesn't make any Wait, 25 years? Really? Like, that Dragon Quest has to be wrong. Dragon Quest should be 35 oh, yeah. years. Yeah, you're right. You're actually you're right. There's no yeah. way that's, that's correct. That's a typo. Okay. That okay. has to be a typo. Yeah, so Dragon Quest. Persona yeah. is definitely 25 years. Yeah, Nintendo 64, 25 years. How? How? Oh, don't do that to me. I, God, I, know, I feel so great. old. 3DS, 10 years. How has it been a decade since the 3DS came out? This hurts. This hurts. Hurts my heart. Um, Are you going to say Sabrina? I think we're getting... Did you say something, Sabrina? Uh, the N64, I can, yeah, that's 25 years for sure, because that was released on my birth year. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm going to say it was released on my birth year as well. Happy fellow 25th birthday, Sabrina. I'm so, so 25 years <laughs> Absolutely. Old. Yeah, wow, I'm gosh, I didn't know I was older than you. Right? Well, that's yeah. crazy. You guys, are, you guys are old. I'm still young comparatively. Yeah, sure. So, um, do we think we're going to get anything for... Obviously, we're going to get something for Zelda because Nintendo cares about Zelda. 100%. But, yes. Yeah, but oh, Metroid, yeah. though, is, is the real question. Are we going to get anything the for Metroid 3? The long-winded Metroid Prime trilogy. 
Yeah. I would also <laughs> like a port of famous returns, or barring that, hey, something new from that team. I would Switch. love that. Yeah. Mercury Steam hasn't like released anything since Samus Returns, so And there are all those teases in Samus Returns. Yep. <laughs> right. I mean, Prime Trilogy does seem like a pretty safe bet, but at the same time, that's seemed like a safe bet for the past few years, and it still hasn't happened. So, or I would hope years. in my heart that this is the safest of safe bets. Right. But you right. never know with Nintendo and anniversaries. Sometimes they just don't say anything at all. And Metroid, I know, is one that they have just previously ignored. But I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. It'd be nice. Sonic, Sonic's obviously going to get a blowout. They've celebrated every 10-year thing yeah. <laughs> easily. Kid Icarus, only, sorry. Yeah. Donkey Kong, probably not. Golden Sun, definitely not. 20 years of Golden Sun. Yeah, Golden Sun's not going to get anything. I would love Kid Icarus to get a re-release of Uprising for, the, for that anniversary. I know we're not going to get it, but God. Just, I oh. desperately want that to be the one more thing at a potential E3 this year. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I flip and love that game <laughs> it's so good uh, another fun. one that's missing uh besides Mega Man battle network that kale layton identified as ace attorney's 20th anniversary which oh, yeah you know well <laughs> based on certain things we've seen mm-hmm. based on the leaks yeah we <laughs> might be yeah uh Kilimox is is right where my heart is please mania 2 for the sonic anniversary that is no man that's all i want it would be all silly for that not to be happening it would be, but this yeah. is Sega, so yeah, you can't it's true. really, yeah. But given that this, I mean, we've gotten so many other Mega Man Legacy collections, right? People already feel like Battle Network's next in line. This would be the year. This would be the year to do a Battle Network Legacy collection. I don't know if it'll happen, but it'd be nice. It'd be really I'm cool sure if it did. I'm with, sure it'd be like, well. And if, if they actually going to re-release anything, it's Capcom. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. And if they if they went the extra mile and did like in you know like wireless net battling, like they re, re retooled the, the multiplayer in the games to actually work wirelessly, and and like you know in a, in a modern context over over uh, you know Nintendo Switch Online, that would be so hype because the tech in that game, like the world portrayed in those games, was way ahead of its time in the sense mm. that we're living in much the same kind of world now that we saw back in two thousand one. In Mega Man Battle Network, so all that stuff that we're like we weren't quite ready for tech wise with that series, we're there now. We're past there. So it would be cool if Capcom did a Battle Network collection and put some real uh, some real effort into it, which we saw with Zero and ZX that they are willing to do. So who knows? We'll find out. Who knows? But uh, well, moving on to a, another underappreciated, uh, an even more underappreciated Nintendo series than Metroid, uh, F Zero GX producer. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Toshihiro Nagoshi uh, has said in an interview that he's working uh, open to working on the series again, but would want the new game to be challenging. And this comes to us from Nintendo Everything. Uh, now, Toshihiro Nagoshi is also known as the uh, general director of Studio, uh, the Yakuza series studio. I forgot how to pronounce it. Uh, let's see. Ryuga Gotoku Studio. Yeah, he's their director. Uh, so that's what he's primarily known for now, but he would love to go back and make a new F-Zero game. And to that, I say... Hell yes, please, please. <laughs> so going into more details on this, he spoke. He, this uh, specifically came from Red Bull France uh, when he right. uh, spoke with them. Uh, in his full words, he says, um, putting aside the odds of it happening, I must admit I have a lot of affection for F-Zero GX. If this opportunity were to present itself, I wouldn't mind. And in that case, I'd like to make it a challenging game. I believe that if Nintendo just wants a racing game that is fun and accessible, they already have Mario Kart for that purpose which I think most F-Zero fans would be like, yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And again, he's, I didn't realize this, the studio director for Yakuza. Yes. Give us our Captain Falcon beat him up stuff. segments in between. Oh my God, please. (laughs) Be so down for that. Yeah. I mean, I think we would all like this to happen. Uh, Sabrina, are you an F-Zero fan at all? I've not played the games, but I would love to see uh, Captain Falcon just punch the other races racers sometimes <laughs> nice nice uh-huh. just get out of his vehicle out of the machine and just punch him yeah just like that uh i think was was it the anime that they did that yes. This yes. Yes. yeah <laughs> just so good watch out of his car <laughs> charlie bird I mean, in the chat said f-zero starring kazuma kiryu <laughs> oh hell yeah! I think I think we could all get behind that. Absolutely. I, I think unfortunately, the the you know as unlikely as this, as this is to happen anyway, because Nintendo doesn't seem to want to do much with F Zero right now. I feel like he put the nail in his own coffee or coffee 
that would oh. be terrible. In his own coffin, don't do that. When he said he would want the new game to be challenging because I have a feeling that if Miyamoto has anything to say about it, it wouldn't be challenging, and yeah. it wouldn't be. You know, I think I think Miyamoto said in some interview years ago that one of the reasons they haven't revisited F Zero is because Miyamoto really wants there to be some sort of gimmick. That there has to be something new mm-hmm. to set the series apart or set the new game apart from previous series. Yeah, hook, like you said, Derek. I think Sabrina Whereas nailed it, though. Fans, you know, have yeah. your racers punch other racers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's your hook. Do, do, I think so, too. Do a double dash thing where you have, <laughs> like, your racer and then your puncher. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, there you go. Racer and puncher. But, yeah, like, the, the ultimate irony being, of course, that F-Zero fans don't need a hook. They just want another really damn good F-Zero game. And mm-hmm. who knows if we'll get it. Maybe, maybe Miyamoto has changed his thinking on that in the years since. I think it's been it's almost a decade since he said that. I but. was talking about this with my friend earlier. Uh, the last F-Zero game we got was that crappy Nintendo Land mini game. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess if you want to, you could count Mute City and Big Blue and Mario Kart 8. But, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not the same. It's not, no. Just, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope Nintendo sees sees a future for this series. I you know, I don't know that they do, but there isn't there still isn't really anything out there quite like F Zero. Even even games like Wipeout, uh, which hasn't really had a new series or new games yeah. since Omega Collection. It's not and quite I've the actually same. played a bit more. So I played a bit of Wipeout. I always have trouble with these futuristic racer games because I've I, oh, yeah. as much as I'd love to see F Zero fans get their come up, you know, their retribution is essentially. Um I I suck at these futuristic racers i couldn't really play wipeout on much i had it on the saturn i don't know if that was the best probably not the best version but that's what i played it on and then i got f-zero gx on the gamecube after all kinds of word of mouth plus hey this is the one with captain falcon in it i'll check that game out uh, after playing smash and uh boy i could not be uh, story mode or arcade mode or really anything i sucked at that game yeah i wonder if oh go ahead sabrina Oh, no, I was just saying it's a very hard game. <laughs> yes. I, I think they could maybe get away with adding some of the accessibility features that they added to Mario Kart 8, like the uh, the auto steering and the auto acceleration, uh, mm-hmm. because you can use those online uh, and play against other people. I, I still want, like, I would want the game to be challenging for hardcore F-Zero fans, but I think there's some ways that they could get some features in there for less experienced players. Yeah. I think, I so, think that's too. a they need to strike that balance because definitely have that challenge in there, make it hard, but also give them give people an, a way to enjoy the game if they're not as as good at the as good at it. Find a way to work it up, uh, work up to it. Yeah, right. Uh, by the way, as uh, as a few people in the, in the chat are pointing out, like Stephen Turquoise and Arkaz920, there actually is an F Zero S game out there, uh, Fast RMX for the Switch, which is the mm. uh, sequel to Fast Racing Neo. Uh, both of which I reviews, and and they are really good games. They're not F zero tier quite, but they are good games. So if you are in the mood for an F zero esque game, Fast RMX is definitely worth your time to check out. And very pretty, mm-hmm. <laughs> and very pretty. It runs it like yeah, it's a sixty frames per second. It's one of the one of the prettiest games on Switch for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, moving on to another Nintendo news story. That's a little bit uh, a little little bit of a downer. But uh, Nintendo has delisted uh, all DSiWare games from the eShop released before mid the middle of May 2011, like Shantae Risky's Revenge. So hopefully there weren't any DSiWare games on your wish list that you were kind of waiting to see if they're going to go on sale because they might be gone now. Uh, but there are still other games available. Um, some of the, But that's not every game that's been delisted since mid-May 2011. There are a few exceptions, like Art Academy first and second semesters, Game & Watch Donkey Kong Jr., Pinball Pulse, The Ancient Beckon, and Sudoku, the EA version. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know if I ever even owned any DSiWare games other than Shantae Risky's Revenge. Yeah, same. I think the only like one I'm... I had was WarioWare Snapped, and that game was, like, paper thin. <laughs> so, not going to miss that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a DSi, and I guess it was available on the 3DS, but by that point, I didn't really care. Right. I think I had like some art that might not have been a DSiWare game, something PictoBits art. I can't remember something PictoBits. It was either that might have been a 3DS Wear game. I can't remember. I can't remember. Mm. Yeah. I've had like I had the um, the rewards program where if you bought a 3DS before the price drop, you got like 
all those games, so I didn't really buy games after that because I'm like, well, I don't need anything else. Right. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's art style picto bits that it was a kind of a cool little puzzle game for the DSi that I had, and I, uh, I think I had I that and Shantae too, and that was it. So, uh, I mean, yeah, DS, yeah. It it's you know it's awful it got delisted especially because it's probably some of these games are only available on there but it's hard sure. to, I don't have a connection with it like I did with the WiiWare shop when that went offline right um, that felt yeah. a little that felt like it hit a little harder and Shantae's Risky Revenge Risky's Revenge is on so many things now I think it's on mobile it's on Switch it's on name a system so right. there's ways to play that. Um, as Bunch of Jokers says, the bigger thing here is that they probably should have given people some notice. That said, it's also one of those things where who's really looked at the DSIware shop in a, <laughs> that how long? You know, there are people out there who have who are like uh, really true. upset about this. Uh, Master of Hamsters, <clears throat> that's a that's a good point. They remember when Four Swords was free at one point. That's right. Oh yeah, there is a DSIware exclusive version of Four Swords. It was really good. And yes, I definitely had that. And I have that on that note. Well. Nice, nice. And on that note, can we can we get a new Four Swords, even just a, a port for Switch, please? I, port just, Four Swords Adventure. <laughs> or Four Swords Adventures, yeah. I was really bummed that Link's Awakening didn't have some kind of like tertiary multiplayer mode. Or like God, a Four Swords. That would have been so, so much better than like the the Zelda dungeon, dungeon creator kind of thing that we got. Because they it could have even, even go combined full, it yeah. with the dungeon thing and That's that would have been fine. Um Yeah, there's a lot of mispotential there. I I love Four Swords because, of, you know, I love Zelda and playing Zelda with other people, turns out, is really fun. So keep Who doing that. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, I mean, the the I've, I got together with a few friends probably three or four times back in the day to play Four Swords Adventures with the proper hardware. We had like we had the GBAs, we had nice. the cables and it was so fun, but it's just so inaccessible these days. There's really... You know, it was inaccessible back then, and it's really inaccessible now. And I just want a wireless, convenient way to play that game again, or even just you know the original Four Swords because it's such a great concept. It's mm-hmm. such an easy port to switch to because everybody already has their own screen. Like whether or yeah. not you're playing locally or over online, it it would just work. Yeah, yeah. or they could just do what they kind of did in the game itself because I did a playthrough years ago now with Johnny. And we played a two-player, and we didn't have a way to capture our, what was happening on our Game Boy Advances when we went off screen, which would happen sometimes. But we figured out that if one player went and the other player didn't, a screen would pop up in the middle showing what that other player was doing so we could kind of demonstrate what we were doing in the cave itself. And yeah, just have a pop-up come up when you're in caves and, or those kind of areas. And you can right. still really enjoy yourself locally and have a lot of fun. Like, yeah, you lose the gimmick, but at least you can play it. Actually, I have so many great memories of that playthrough with Johnny. I was like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> now, Sabrina, your name in, in Discord is Zelda Link Lover 13. So yeah. I imagine you must have some thoughts on Four Swords <laughs> and Zelda in general. Are you a Four Swords fan as well? Um, I've actually been trying... Like- I got into Zelda like pre- like pretty late, like when when I was like around thirteen. So okay. I didn't so I didn't get to play Four Swords like that because one with the GameCube and like the link cable and everything, I sure. I wasn't able to play it. And right now I'm trying to like get the GameCube Zelda games, including mm-hmm. Four Swords Adventures. Okay, nice. And it's terrifying because. I'm I'm looking at like I'm looking at Twilight Princess right now, and that's terrifying in itself. So I'm afraid to even look at Four Swords. <laughs> you mean in terms um, of the price, like price? in terms of yeah. actually acquiring them? Yeah, I got yeah. Oh, yeah. very lucky in terms of Four Swords Adventures price because I found it at a flea market, not being sold by a, a game store, but just somebody random with good condition box and all that stuff. And I picked it up, and I think I got it for like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. <sighs> So I got I got very lucky with that uh, that purchase. I'm actually gonna I'm I'm curious, Sabrina. So I'm gonna look it up now, like how much uh, Four Swords Adventures is. I'm blessed to still have my original copy, and I turned around to make sure it was still over there. <laughs> <laughs> I have my line around somewhere. I, I have uh, my my GameCube boxed copy of Four Swords Adventures in some box somewhere. Like, um, I do have that DSI where one like the anniversary Four Swords Adventure one 
they okay. found the GPS. So, <laughs> oh boy! So that was uh, yeah, <laughs> the one that comes up of the list, the first one that comes up of the listing for other people, which is usually the cheapest, sometimes uh, one hundred and fifty bucks. Oh man! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, not too surprising though. Yeah, that, that's how much Twilight Princess is starting to get up to as well. And I that this is exactly why when I worked at a game store. I, I never got had the GameCube version of Twilight Princess. I got the Wii one, but I saw it and like, and it was only like again thirty bucks. I'm like, you know, I have a feeling this is going to be pretty rare. I'm going to grab this. Right. It's why I actually, it's. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead, Sabrina. Um, I actually asked for the GameCube version for like Christmas because my Wii wasn't working for some reason it wouldn't read Wii games but it could read GameCube games just fine I don't know how it worked like that but sadly uh, I got the Wii one so like I can't play this at all oh no but for some reason I carried it in my purse with me (laughs) because I don't know why Uh so like I would bring it to school with me and teachers would be like, why do you have a video game with you? I'm like, because I, I don't know, man. I'm just, that's the only thing <laughs> I can get out of it. The, nice. You thank God I have these collections. Uh, <laughs> I had to sell my copy of Twilight Princess so that I could uh, afford my editing computer. Oh, so, but oh man. I miss now, it dearly. <laughs> that sucks. Sabrina, do you want like do you want to own all the box copies as a collector? Or if 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 say Nintendo were to announce like a twilight princess hd wind wind waker hd dual pack for the anniversary this year would would that be okay with you like or or are you specifically want the physical games like i have wind waker like i have wind waker already but um i like just for like collection's sake and like literally i think it's just like being with my fiance for so long and him having this having the same thing where it's like he likes to collect everything so now i'm getting into it gotcha gotcha i blame him yeah by the way uh jared edinger in the chat a little while back said pour one out for dark void zero and yes i forgot about dark void zero that was when zero that was a dsiware game where it was like the first time capcom had actually like uh experimented with going back to intentionally to a retro style they set out Mm. intentionally to make like a modern nes style game and this was this oh. was i believe before Mega Man 9 so that it was before that was like you know before Mega Man 9 kind of made that cool um and yeah so dark it, it was i can't it was yeah it was like an 8-bit like like an 8-bit side game based on their AAA oh yeah that, at the time but, dark void. yeah when they yeah. were doing that whole western push western developed push dark void at the jetpack game <laughs> right exactly so i think that was before Mega Man 9 let me see yeah by the way, just for the uh, Fire Emblem fans going nuts for my Path of Radiance in the chat, I, I mean, I streamed it, but I also have this. <laughs> oh. I used to have that, too, and I had to sell Which, too. Good condition. <laughs> I still have the uh, the um, instruction book. Heck, I still have um, the If You Like Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, check out these other great game stuff in here. <laughs> okay, my bad. Like, I just it was kept between... everything. It was between Mega Man Nine and Mega Man Ten, so it was it would it had been done, but it wasn't a popular thing yet to intentionally make retro games again in the modern age. Right. But hmm. uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was one of the the highlights that the uh, DSI had for sure. But uh, well, unless we have anything else to say about this, shall we move nope. on to our next Nintendo news story? Sure, Let's go for it. Ooh, lots of Nintendo news today, and this is a this is a wild one, pun intended. Uh, basically, a new discovery has shown that uh, the NPCs in Breath of the Wild are based on an advanced version of the Mii character model format. And this comes by way of both Nintendo Everything and the Twitter user uh, and self-professed Mii expert, Hey, I'm Heroic, at Hey, I'm Heroic. And yeah, so this discovery has essentially allowed people to start importing their own meat characters into Breath of the Wild. And of course, I'm making that sound a lot simpler than it is. You have to be, you know, have tech, technical and hacking know-how to do this. Mm-hmm. But people are able to insert their own meat characters into Breath of the Wild. And yeah, they really, you can you can see the similarities. It's, it, um, hey, I'm heroic, even put Barrett, the Barrett meat costume from uh, Smash Ultimate mm-hmm. <laughs> into Breath of the Wild. And it looks great. Um, and now I, I guess some people are even taking commissions, including this person, uh, Hey, I'm heroic are taking commissions to breath of the wildify. You're me. 
which is just that's awesome. I hate to say that wild is really again, cool, but it is wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, what's your what's your take on this? Uh, well, especially you, Sabrina, as a Zelda fan, what uh, what's your take on this? Well, I'm terrified that Matt from Wii Sports is in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm like I might just commission them to put my name <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> That it does seem tempting, doesn't it? I want to be in Breath of the Wild. Right? Take some selfies with Link. Well, I'm not sure if I do want to be in Breath of the Wild because it doesn't seem like there's very much to do in a post Calamity Ganon world. Seems like they kind of just mill about every day, right? There's not a whole lot going on a hundred years later. Maybe there will be in Breath of the Wild too. Maybe that's true. Maybe Maybe. we get to see uh, High Castle floating and going up into space or where the hell it's going. But yeah, this is this is pretty neat. I so I guess what it is is that the it, it so it's not specifically me data. It's called you me data, which as Hey I'm Heroic says, which is like me data if it sucked and supported decimals and negative numbers stuff like that. But it sucks. Uh, it's complicated <laughs> to get into the details, but basically you me's are me's 2.0, and that is what Breath of the Wild uses. So that is not a not a discovery I expected to begin 2021 with. I mean. When you see them side by side, you can see the similarity. But yeah. to me, I had never, yeah, you never outwardly think. thought. Yeah, I saw a tweet. I don't. I wish I could remember who did it, but uh, they someone tweeted that they thought the NPCs looked like me's back in 2017. And really? They, they retweeted themselves saying they were right. I, like, I, know I, knew, I love that. Hold on. I did you see it, Sabrina? Too. Okay, that's probably how I nice. saw it. Uh, it was. Shad Gandel, they that they were the ones that were saying that. That's amazing. Hell, the I mean, foresight. if I had, <laughs> yeah, if I correctly, I predicted that three years oh, ago. Yeah. I sure as hell would. Yeah, I would. I would do that too. <laughs> so good. I'm but yeah, just, I gotta. I gotta say, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what I would look like in, in Breath of the Wild. It also yeah. brings a little bit of insight into like the game development side. Did they do that just to make it? you know, easier to design characters or uh, I think I saw Evernight in the chat mentioned like, you know, maybe they used Iwata's me to, to model his NPC in the game. Probably. Oh yeah, probably. So uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of potential there. Bun- bunch of jokers says Calamity Ganon is here. That's oh, <laughs> Azran, Azran, man, you got to keep up your game. That's, that's a really good one there. <coughs> Fun fight going on in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so makes a really good sense. They said they the person doing commissions uh, is not asking for a money or Nintendo will probably step in. Yeah, that's a really good point. Hopefully yeah. they're not. Yeah, it's, that's a, yeah. that's a tricky one. But I mean, yeah. just enough to have an NPC that you can. I don't know if you can manipulate it or anything or get it in your game. I don't know how that would do. But I think just even just a picture like they have here with these example me's, mm-hmm. I think would be just enough for most people. Right, right. Oh, we, hey, we, we got the, the, the pun train rolling. Eddie Beal says, I hope Mifa can stop it. I, 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 <laughs> no. I Revolve me. This is this is getting out of hand, you guys. Oh, like, no. Oh, me, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's getting out of hand. Um, but, yeah, super cool discovery about Breath of the Wild. Um, mm. But this is arguably even cooler because it uh, concerns a new discovery about a 25-year-old game. And uh, our next new story comes by way of Nintendo Life. And uh, a new cheat code that allows you to play as Shin Akuma in the Super Nintendo version of Street Fighter Alpha 2 has been discovered after 25 years. And I love seeing stuff like this. And it's weird that it happened now because we just got that new cheat code discovered in Donkey Kong 64, too. That dev code that lets you yeah, enter We got that and we got the apparent code, the last secret that was hinted at with um, oh, yeah. Near Automata was found as well. Right. That so happened apparently 2021 is just a great time to find these, or like around this time of year is a great time to find all these long lost uh, cheats and codes and stuff. Right. Uh, now, this code has been ver- verified by the uh, popular fighting game website, Event Hubs. And there's a bit of uh, setup to it. So first, you have to requ- uh, you have to finish the game's arcade mode and set a high score. I'm not sure how hard that is offhand, but I imagine it's probably not that difficult. Uh, mm. Once that's done, you have to enter the initials KAJ in the high score table. And then once you're back to the title screen, you hold down L, X, Y, and start on a controller plugged into the second controller port, while the player one pad is used to select the versus mode. Uh, then, after all that, player one or two can select Shin Akuma by holding the start button while selecting normal Akuma. 
Uh, so there's a lot to this, but how do you how figure cool. that? How do you do how, yeah. figure that out? How I'd, did they figure I'd, this out? I'd like to think this was a rogue developer that just slipped this in without telling anybody. Maybe yeah. KAJ is their initials. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how they found this, but I just think it's the coolest thing finding finding things like that in, in such old games. Although, as uh, JCNAL points out, it's still not Shing Long. It isn't. We still have to fight yeah. Shing Long to stand a chance. Uh, and he's still not here. Don't know where he is. But uh, what a cool, yeah, what a cool thing. What's the difference between Akuma and, and Shinakuma? I think Shinakuma is just even stronger. Like, like you know, probably takes even more damage. I mean, Shinakuma in general, I think, is just a stronger version of Akuma. So it's um, basically the evil Ryu and... Yeah, like the evil, evil Akuma. Instead of, yeah, yeah since Akuma's kind of already... Evil-er Akuma. Evil-er Akuma. <laughs> evil-er. Uh, yeah. Azran says Shinakuma doesn't skip leg day. But yeah, I think Shinakuma is just a... True evil. A souped-up version of Akuma that might even take more damage. Uh, because Akuma already takes more damage than most other fighters. Has less HP. But wow. uh, yeah, Richard Herrera says Shinakuma is God mode Akuma. So <clears throat> yeah, this is just a cool little thing that uh, I don't know how they found it, but uh, I just love seeing stuff like this in yeah. in, in old games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabrina, do you play Street Fighter at all, or or have did you back in the day? Um, I've played a bit of the uh, the one that was on 3DS because my sister had it. Oh yeah, and... Street Fighter Four. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not I'm not as good. In Street Fighter, as any other fighting game, like I prefer Dead or Alive. Oh, okay. Hmm. But um, I've I've tried Street Fighter a few times, and it it it's just I don't know I I don't know why I just have a harder time with that control scheme somehow. I don't, like, but it it is fun though. I will say sure. that. I haven't played Dead or Alive in so long. I got two on PS2 when it launched. Ended up selling it for whatever reason. I kind of regret that now because I did have a lot of fun with it. I really enjoyed as a kid, um, or when I when I got the PS2, the counter system where you could uh, oh yeah just like in the middle of a combo grab them and take them down. I was like that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then they went Xbox exclusive, and I didn't really I fell out of the series because I couldn't play the games and never went back. Right, right. I, yeah, I have, I, I've always oh go ahead, Sabrina. Um, I have six on the PS. No, yeah, the PS4. Okay. Have you spent PS5, the like... three hundred dollars for all the costumes? Jeez. No, <laughs> <I'm>... excuse me. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the constantly releasing costumes, Brandon, yeah. and it's ridiculous. Oh, I, I think it's it. like when you total it all up, it's probably three four hundred dollars to get you know. <laughs> There's the like characters nine and all these costumes. Passes. It's absurd. Yeah, it's nutty. <laughs> like yeah. I, I refuse. Like I'm not. <laughs> I but you can get him in you. this very specific bikini, and then this very specific bikini, and I'll oh, do apparently it's three ninety dollars season passes, according to Juan. That is just uh, no. I mean, it, it, costumes have to be very specific if I'm going to play. If I'm going to pay premium currency for them, like like or real Ooh. currency, I should say. Yeah, that's not that's ridiculous. Street Fighter they, they, Five is where costumes are at, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Also, a bunch of Joker says, I want to scoff at that, but then I think about how much I'd pay for Smash Ultimate costumes. And damn, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, they at least at least Smash costumes are only 75 cents a piece, though. Yeah. Like that's yeah. But no, they're, they're talking specifically character costumes, not me costumes. Oh, character costumes. Character co- oh, yeah, that's true. To be fair, if they were to release character costume packs that were at least moderately priced, I'd, I'd buy them for Smash. Definitely. But yeah. I don't. I don't think I'd buy I, even for Smash. As much as I love it and would use all those costumes, I don't see myself paying ninety dollars for a season pass of no. costumes. No, even for Smash. Yeah, I I just can't. Like I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like they even made it worse for Dead or Alive Six because like to get to just get a new costume that was in that's inside the game, you have to get like pieces just from like beating certain fights and the pieces are randomized and you need exact pieces for the exact costume so it's it's a random chance and then when you get all the pieces you then have to use the in-game currency to then buy the costume and uh-huh. i'm like i'm i'm not i'm not doing That's this <laughs> pain my yeah. god yeah no thank you <laughs> no no thanks well uh with that said shall we move on to our next news story yeah. yeah. Cool. 
and this is for all the uh, for all the my fellow video game music fans out there. Um, at any playlist has revealed uh, on Twitter that at midnight on January fifth, we're getting a a whole gaggle of Persona soundtracks that are going to be going up on Spotify, and there are quite a few here. So main game soundtracks are uh, Persona Two sound collections, per- Persona Three and P Three Fez uh, soundtracks, P Four and P Four Golden, and P Five. But we're also getting uh, P4 Dancing All Night, P4 Arena Ultimax, uh, Nevermore Reincarnation Persona 4, P3 and P4 Vocal Sound Collection, PQ and PQ2 OST, Music Fez 2013, and Super Live 2015. And uh, I, you'd have to, you know, I, I'm not it's hardcore Persona fan to know exactly what those last two or three soundtracks are. Uh, well, well, no, the last two. P- P- yeah, last two, last two. I think they have like these live shows where they have other remixes. And That's stuff. what I figured that was. Um, oh, yeah. Because I think they had a video from one of those uh, in Persona Five Dancing. Uh, in I think even Persona Four Dancing. Um, but this this is kind of a big deal because yeah, it's yeah. mostly the newer games, but they remembered Persona Two exists, which exactly. has a lot of old school Persona fans excited. And uh, I've never played those games, but I know. Some still claim it's they it two has the best story in the entire series, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's impressive. Like I don't use Spotify. Like it, do you have to pay for Spotify? Like what? Do you, what is? I'm showing my age here. What there's, is Spotify? <laughs> there's a free version that comes with ads, and then you can pay for premium, which is ad free. Okay, right. and I think I think if you use it, use the free version, you you're limited to a certain number of track skips per hour. I think it's how that works. Mm. Uh, I don't know. So if, you if just you, you just go on Spotify, yeah. get a free one, and then you down basically say these ga- these songs are in my playlist from these soundtracks. Yeah. Okay, yep. that's right. cool. But yeah, I don't I don't think you can freely skip between tracks uh, at, at any time you want. I think there's like a certain limit, maybe per hour or something. Uh, I know there was when I checked out Square Enix recently posted like a holiday playlist. I got an email about they did like a holiday. Mm. 2020 playlist from various soundtracks on Spotify and I was mm-hmm. browsing through and then after like my fifth track I had hit my skip limit for the hour. I think so. premium might also be required to play on mobile but I that may have changed I'm not sure. Oh really? Okay. I think they changed that okay. recently. Okay. You know. uh, well yeah because I, I played that holiday soundtrack on mobile when I was sampling it so they gotcha. must have changed that. Uh, Master of Hamsters says six skips per hour so there you go. Oops. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is always, you know, I, I'm as a massive, massive video game music fan. I'm just happy to see more video game music become more readily available in the States mm-hmm. on various streaming platforms. And we're seeing it happen more and more. We've seen it happen with Final Fantasy. Now Persona, of course, it's already happened with Mega Man and Ghosts and Goblins and various other Capcom series. I think there's some Konami stuff out there, too. Like it's it's becoming more readily available. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what I, I think Kingdom Hearts even is out there, too. And that's uh, oh. What I love I to see. So. Not sure. I I gotta say though, this is a heck of a thing. I do see somebody replying to them like, "There's no Persona Five Royal. There's no Persona One. There's no Persona Three Portable. No Persona Three Dancing or Five Dancing." So there is some still some soundtracks missing, but for the most part, you're getting a lot of the big stuff. And there's like Persona music really is good. <laughs> so oh, fantastic. Like, yeah. have you played much of Persona, Sabrina? I've played a bit of Persona 5. I still have not beaten it because I think... It's long. Persona... Yeah, it's long. <laughs> <laughs> and when Persona 5 came out, I think I was like, I think I was still in college, so I was focusing on that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I've I've been meaning to go back to Persona 5 because I want to play um, the one that's coming out on Switch. Oh, Strikers. Yeah, because it looks fun. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, you know, I, like, I want to play that, but I need to play Persona 5 first. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, hell, after playing, uh, I don't have as much of a like pre vested interest in it because I haven't finished Persona 5, but after just devouring Age of Calamity and loving, loving that game, it's my, my easily my favorite Musou game. I now have like a renewed interest in Strikers, uh, just because oh, it's Strikers. apparently it's streamlined so in the same way. Yeah. Apparently it's streamlined <laughs> in the same way AOC was. So, yeah. I really it, want to check it's it almost out. more so. Like yeah. I don't cons- like the bit really? I played of the Japanese version. It's doesn't feel like a Muso. It feels like a Persona action RPG. That's awesome. Nice. So oh man, 
bunch of jokers says they have their Xenoblade One Definitive Edition vinyl at least. Not that they have a record player. Well, we're in the opposite. We're having the opposite problem, man. I have a record player, but I didn't know there was a Xenoblade One DE vinyl, so you I got to go you buy can that. Get to the Magi, this I, thing. Yeah, I, I got to go buy it. that. I have it. You'd have Ooh, it. Yes. I have like a collection of probably forty video game music vinyls, but that is not one of them, and it needs to be. Because so. it was it was part of the UK uh, collector's edition, uh. and. I pre-ordered that. Like, I had a friend pre-order for me so they can have it Mm. sent to him, and then he sends it to me. And thankfully, I also I I also got the American Collector's Edition because my friends were like, "Hey, we we know that you don't want to wait for the game to be shipped over to you, so we got you the American one." I'm like, "Now I have two collectors." (laughs) You have really good friends, but yeah, I forgot it is you. Now I remember it being part of the. Oh, and of course, that means I can't get it. Why would they do that? I mean, I guess I can if I want to sh- shell out a lot of, a lot of money for it. I mean, but, to be uh, fair, is anybody Chronicles did come out in the UK for the UK first? That's Europe. true. <laughs> that's completely fair. That is true. But uh, as a video game music fan, it is not fair, and yeah. I, I protest. I can um, show you after stream though, if you want. Oh, please! I'd love to see it. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm always trying to get uh, more video game music vinyls. They just released a Klonoa One vinyl that I didn't Ooh. get to in time. It sold out immediately. Oh. And uh, same thing with Sonic Adventure One and Adventure Two. They have those. Uh. But I didn't get those either in time. Um, but I do have the Mega Man X One through X Eight, like nine disc collection, which is uh, my most recent. Uh, you know, hmm. my my most recent uh, procurement. That's but cool. um, yeah, well, let's go ahead and move on to our last story of the day, which involves our friends. Well, I mentioned Klonoa. It involves our friends at Bandai Namco. And uh, Tekken producer Katsuhiro Harada has um, he's he's basically just come out and teased that he is working on the most expensive project in the history of Bandai Namco. Um, now, obviously, he's not disclosing what it is he's actually making, um, but it's apparently something really expensive, which to me, uh, you know, it all points to one obvious answer. Clonoa 3, clearly. It's obviously <laughs> what's coming. AAA. No, uh, who knows what it is? Um, Tekken 8, maybe? Probably. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe, but I can't ima- imagine. Are fighting games even that expensive to make? I I don't think so. Well, I think any AAA game development these days, you know, Eight? 4K, Ultra HD, True. assets. He says it's, he th- he thinks it's incredible. The high reps approved of it, yeah, and it, the approval has passed. But due to the the coronavirus, they haven't been able to properly start it. So who knows how long it's going to be until we actually see this game? He does that- say he's developing things other than fighting games, though. So it doesn't have to be a fighting game. Tekken Eight could be it, mm-hmm. but he he is making things that aren't fighting games. So this could be something else. I imagine it's, it's not like a licensed game. game or something. This is this is like a premier uh, Bandai Namco property. Or I something new, so. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it wouldn't fit the bill because I don't think they'd spend that much money on it, but I, God, really wish it was Ridge Racer 8 or a new Ridge Racer game. I don't think they'd spend that much money on it, but no. basically all the things I want most from Bandai Namco are things I know they wouldn't spend that much money to do. So whatever this is. <laughs> Pac-Man gritty reboot. Yeah. There you oh, go. yeah. Pac-Man I'm, X-Zero. I'm at his, yeah. um, credits where he's you know just done various things and most of it is fighting game most of it's tekken he was also i didn't realize he was director of soul caliber 4 um he was a supervisor in playstation all-stars battle royale supervisor okay. in digimon story cyber sleuth so it could be his digimon game producer in pokemon tournament or pokemon tournament tournament and last other original stuff he did is lost reavers and summer lesson where he but was executive producer on both of those if it's pokemon tournament too i could see why it's expensive because pokemon ain't letting that go for nothing good point yeah, <laughs> pokemon too i could see that uh i don't know if pokemon sold well enough to to warrant a sequel did it i, I don't, don't know think it did not even the yeah. not even the uh dx edition yeah yeah, I mean, it could be so many different things. Searchman DS is is speaking my language. They're hoping for a Xenosaga remake. I don't think that's it, but I would be so hype if it was. That'd be cool. Like, just a Xenosaga 1 through 3 remaster, that would be amazing. Especially because Xenosaga 3 is, in my humble opinion, one of the best, best RPGs ever. It's so good, mm-hmm. especially on the PS2. 
Um, Eduardo Tena says a third ongoing Dragon Ball fighting game. While well, Fantasy Thinker game uh, fan goes beyond that with new B- new DBZ or One Piece game. I don't know. Do they usually go that expensive for anime games? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I couldn't yeah. see this. I couldn't see an anime game being this. What feels this like is. something original. Yeah. Maybe that, or maybe a crossover. Like, hey, maybe they're actually finally making Tekken X Street Fighter after it being in development hell for. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they put that much money into it. No, I doubt it. Pac-Man yeah. versus Goku. Let's go. <laughs> I know, there we right? go. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Beals got uh, has it. PlayStation All Stars Ultimate. Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine. You know. Imagine that. If they go into licensing, maybe it could do like a Tekken type fighting game with anime fighter anime characters. Like a like a jump crossover, yeah. I mean, they kind of already have that with Jump Force, but you know, well, good. Jump Force isn't a good game, so <laughs> yeah. Te- tech anime, tech anime. Um, I'd yeah. be down for that. That'd be neat. That would be pretty cool, actually. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I my you know, I I want to just assume that it's Tekken Eight because that seems like the kind of big budget thing they would put all their you know they would throw everything into just because Tekken is reliable for them. But yeah. I don't. I don't think it's Ace Combat. Uh, you know, no. Ace Combat. What Seven just came out recently. I don't think they'd be doing that so soon, and also put, pouring that much money into it. So it's probably not Katamari. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know. This feels like something completely new because I can't think of any any existing franchises that would work. Yeah. Make, I would have said maybe Tales, but Tales already has games coming out. Um, maybe, maybe this is what uh, this is what Clonoa Encore is. Maybe we are we were all wrong about that Clonoa Encore trademark, and we're getting a multi million dollar triple A reboot of Clonoa. <laughs> now was only. he su- was he surprised that they went through with it because it was expensive, or because it was a property nobody cares about, or they they don't think or maybe cares about? He didn't really say. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really say. I think the way I read it yeah. was was it was kind of an intersection of both. He thinks it's incredible that they approved of it. I guess because of the amount of money relative to what they're making. That's kind of how I read it. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it is really curious. I wonder. Yeah, so, uh, don't they publish Dark Souls? Maybe Dark Souls 4. No, that, that wouldn't involve Harada. You'd definitely be getting uh, from software involved in that. Yeah, Harada's right. the ticket here. Like, what is he attached to that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that would point to an answer? Right. Mm-hmm. Ticket versus Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, that could be cool. That could be pretty. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they would let Tekken characters get dismembered and maimed and such. <laughs> I mean, Tekken is fairly dark, but it's like anime kind of dark. It's like not. It's not really that gory, you know, like mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat is. So I, I feel not like, that anime can't be really gory, but you know what I mean. It's like teen anime dark. Going back to like the jump uh, Tekken idea, I feel like it could be some kind of crossover that could account for a lot of the uh, the price. Or the the budget, licensing costs. Uh, (laughs) There you go. This is a AAA version of Project Cross Zone. (laughs) Yeah, nice. (laughs) Or Uh, Namco Cross Nintendo. Namco versus Nintendo. I would pay a lot of money for that. So uh, (laughs) sign me up. Namco, this is right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, there are so many things it could be. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to find out what this is, though I don't think we're going to find out anytime soon. No. Yeah, and like, and I'm and I'm trying to you know check my hype here because straight up the truth of the matter is that Bandai Namco, they're not quite Konami. They're obviously still very active in in the game in the console gaming space. They they haven't gone as far off the rails as Konami, but the Bandai Namco of today is just it's simply category categorically is not the Bandai Namco we grew up with and the right. Namco prior to that. It's just they're mm. they're not they're focusing less than ever on so many of their once ten pull franchises. It's really just Pac Man, Tales and of. Tekken and anime. Yeah. That's pretty much it. They're not really doing much else anymore. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got that Katamari Encore, a re-roll on Switch, but that was just re-release of the first game. And Klonoa is probably going to be the same. So it's just, you know, Bandai Namco clearly isn't interested in doing a lot of what they used to do. So it is what it is, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But, um, well, that brings us to the end of our news for today. I uh, had, a, had a nice, beefy seven news stories to uh, discuss there. But uh, well, I want to thank both of you again, Sabrina and Brandon. Thank you both for joining us today and yeah. uh, helping us hold down the fort here with uh, in the absence of Steve. Thank Always you happy for to help. <laughs> cool. Well, before we wrap up here, uh, let's let's tell our audience where they can find both of you. Let's start, uh, start with you, Sabrina. Where can our audience find your content out there on the internets? 
Um, so I, I stream with my fiance at, uh, on Twitch at bound underscore, uh, I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> no worries. Bound underscore by, right? <laughs> yeah. By yeah. underscore yeah, right. games. <laughs> and, um, and on Twitter, I'm, I'm at Zelda link lover one and I do editing commissions and stuff. So <laughs> nice. Very cool. Cool, cool. Uh, Brandon, where can our audience find you? Well, they are, they already know, but let's remind them anyway. You can find me on <laughs> you, YouTube, uh, the Breakroom Arcade. Uh, do Nintendo Stuff Podcast. I'm the host of that. Uh, we're currently on break for the holidays. We'll be back this weekend if you want to check that out, if you're interested. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Merrillleaf underscore. I would have had at Merrillleaf, but someone has it. So sad <laughs> That happened to me when I changed my name. <laughs> What a jerk! That's that's, not, that very, that's not very good vibesy of that person at all. Mm-mm. How could they? How could they do that? Um, <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you both again so much. And uh, as always, though, a, a very special thanks to all of our patrons uh, at the producer tier and above for making the show happen. Uh, without you, we could not make the show the way we do. And uh, of course, a massive thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. Uh, and as always, those wonderful people include Rob Armand X, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty. Adam O'Sullivan, Floating Mew, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kieran Phillips, Benny Yao, Rosa Bowling, a.k.a. Mama Bowling, and I'll, I'll do Steve's, hi, Mom, even though I don't sound like him at all, uh, Geller, <laughs> Shiny Turkey, Titus Malvolio, Jake Pelka, Michael Phone, Mitchell Herring, Game Explain, Charles Saz, Andrew Medeiros, Jonathan Bellmare, Kitty Confax, Patrick Harrison, Scott Barber, Evernight Studio, Rocks the Cat, Loyal Dingo, Azran127, Phantom23, Sean Garrett, Shadow the Cat, Guillaume Monet, and we have a new challenger approaching, Kai Ed. Welcome. Thank you so much for your support, Kai Ed. And if you have a particular way that you would like us to say your name or have a different name you'd like us to call you out by, please message us on Patreon, and we will be sure to do that from the next episode forward. Otherwise, we'll just keep going with Kai Ed. Uh, but remember, you can become a patron uh, of Good Vibes Gaming over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month and, like our live audience has today, uh, interact with us and our special guests throughout the show in the chat. Um, but there are also various tiers. You can support us and gain entry into our Discord server for just $1 a month. Or you can just come and enjoy our videos and, and give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. Uh, we appreciate all of you, regardless of whether you're supporting us on Patreon or not. We're just happy you're here, and we appreciate your support of us. And uh, with that said, if you enjoyed this video, please like and subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. But until next time, everybody, good night and good vibes. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>